With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to KFI AM 640, the Bill Handel Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Foodie Friday uh, is a February 16th, uh, end of the week. And uh, we celebrate uh, Foodie Friday, which, by the way, is a national holiday. Uh, much like... Right? Uh, you know, it's Hamburger Day, much like uh, what was yesterday. I don't remember because now our promos uh, are running, uh, which I love uh, what day it is. I and see. yeah, there, and there's two kinds of days, even though there's dozens every day. And one of them is uh, when Congress declares a day and that is legitimate because that's a declaration of Congress. And then there are other days that advertisers make up. And uh, there was one, I'm not going to mention the advertiser, uh, but it was uh, a statement of uh, what the advertiser does. Okay. Uh, uh, Let's say you have some weird service. Okay. Uh, And uh, okay. National. uh, Okay. Fix your brakes day. And uh, one of our advertisers is a uh, big fix your brakes uh, auto guy. And so uh, in the commercial, hey, it's National Fix Your Brakes Day or Fix Your Brakes Week. And uh, I asked uh, the uh, account executive and said, uh, who came up with this? Well, they did. You mean they made it up? Yeah. Well, why don't we not use it? What do you think? I think it's brilliant. Uh, It's also a lie. Not if you say Today's the day. See, that's the problem. Uh, And this is what I tell advertisers. I have no problem uh, lying on the show, uh, but I'll never lie in a commercial. Wow. Your your ethical makeup is amazing. (laughs) Astounding, isn't it? It really it's uh, it's an honor to watch, sir. Yes. uh, Thank you. Anyway, good morning, Neil. Good morning. Yes. Foodie Friday, which we're going to be doing uh, at eight twenty. And we always do it on Friday. And tomorrow, when Neil broadcasts from Morongo with the Fork Report, I am joining him. And we will be broadcasting from uh, the marketplace, uh, eating like pigs. Yes, because it's it's tomorrow is National Bill and Neil eating at the marketplace at Morongo Casino Resort and Spa Day. Yes, it officially. is. Yeah. Yes, it is. As yeah. uh, voted in by Congress uh, yes. just a few days ago. And we'll be celebrating. Yes, we will. So that's tomorrow from 2 to 5. It's going to be uh, a pretty unique. It'll be fun. A broadcast, yeah, with uh, Neil and me, which we don't often do. All right, Amy, good morning. Well, hello, Bill. And Oh, you sound uh, so chipper this morning. Uh, Tony, uh, you look like uh, you're about to die and fall asleep right there. Good morning. I, I, I am the opposite of Amy. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Anti-Amy. Yeah, because Tony is now mm. filling in for Kono. And uh, I don't know. Do we have a date when Kono comes back, by the Three way? Three weeks, I believe, more. Oh, and not that uh, you're counting. Tony is not Maybe. only working full-time during the day. Mm. He also has an hour drive in the morning to get here, and uh, your heart has to go out to him. <laughs> but it's an hour and a half home, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's better. 
He That's has better. so many jobs. I'm ready to make him an honorary Mexican. Uh, ooh. You're this close, Tony. And hold on, you know, from a top. Uh, you're, uh, no, no, even better. You're uh, uh, you're about to make him an honorary undocumented person, which everybody underpays. He's a very hard worker. That's because and he, where does he work? Mm-hmm. Right well. here. All right, and Anne, good morning. Good morning, Bill. Pleasure hey, to be what, here. You, are you wearing a flannel <laughs> uh, sort of shirt? Yes, I went. Yeah. Why would you want to dress brunch. like a lesbian? You don't know oh, me I completely, like that do you? Shirt. Yeah. I mean, are you wearing stout shoes also? Mm-hmm. Steel toe. <laughs> and if you were near me, I'd kick your butt. Uh, well, there you go. Stout shoes, flannel shirts. What do you have on your hand? Uh, a lesbian. Uh, okay, I don't know if you can even say that anymore. Stereotype I, much? <laughs> uh, no. I'm going to go with you know, no. Short hair, really <laughs> short hair. No. Uh, and the chains uh, around your uh, around your waist. Okay. I have a wallet chain or whatever that thing is called. Okay, there you go. I mean, we're just adding just to it by, going, the, yeah. by the second we're adding to it. Okay. Are you done? I'm done. Good. You got it out of your system. We shouldn't have to hear it again. Okay. Are you ready to do some news? Oh, please, Lord Jesus. Okay. Uh, It is time for a handle on the news on this Friday morning. Amy King, Neil, and me. Lead story. All right. This story broke uh, while we were doing the uh, show uh, yesterday, and it came in about 7 o'clock, and there in Wilmington, there was a truck uh, that was powered by natural gas. And you've seen buses, for example, entire fleets uh, powered by natural gas, and we're not using gasoline, uh, which I guess is a smaller footprint in terms of uh, fossil fuels. But in any case, uh, it caught on fire, and a fire department was called, and they rushed out there and were uh, trying to put out the fire, and then one of those uh, propane or natural gas tanks exploded. And uh, nine firefighters were injured when this thing blew up as they were near uh, the truck trying to douse the flames. And two two are in critical condition. And they all pulled away and waited for the second uh, explosion and it never came. Uh, I will you, tell you, the video is, is incredible, isn't it? it it's ins- it is from a movie. I yeah, mean, yeah. to it, see them and to think this is their job day in and day out. Yeah. And you never know when something like this is going to happen. You can only, you know... Yeah, uh, usually, up, you, know, you know, real explosions, you don't see fireballs going up 40, 50 feet. That, uh, this one, you're uh, well described. It looked like a special effects explosion. Listening to Conway last night, he um, had a doctor on, as he is wont to do from time to time. And the doctor was explaining that what ends up happening is the inhalation of the heat and the like ends up scorching the respiratory system and that he he said you're looking bare minimum months but possibly longer for any sort of healing and they probably won't heal to normal by any any stretch but it was is very sad to hear that yeah, and uh, Conway occasionally does have a doctor on. Usually, a psychiatrist try to explain Conway to his audience, and it, it doesn't work very well. No, it was Doctor Rake Sherry who comes okay. on, and he's really he's brilliant in the most casual and comfortable way. Uh, very, very smart man, and uh, 
and just you know his his daughter happens to be a firefighter as well and Ooh. so he understood it quite well okay uh, oh they finally got him amy yes russian opposition leader alexei navalny is dead we just found this out like an hour ago russian media says that he didn't feel well during a walk he's up at a prison north of the arctic circle uh he fainted and died yeah um, 47 yeah, you, you tend to feel unwell as you are being killed. I don't know. Does that make sense? And uh, uh, he is he's, he was the leader of the opposition uh, in Russia. He left. He was poisoned uh, by, quote, unknown people, was able to get out into Germany to be treated where he almost died and came back voluntarily. Why did he go back? I you know, I don't know, because he knew he was going to be arrested. And he knew, uh, he said, I'm a patriot and I want to continue on uh, dealing with Russia and opposing Putin. He was arrested right after he got off the airplane, convicted of tax issues, uh, given, I think, four years. And then uh, they um, resentenced him 13 years. And he was put where he died in a maximum security prison, a gulag north of the Arctic in Siberia for a financial crime. And this is one of uh, the most max uh, uh, prisons they have in uh, in Russia. I mean, for really bad, bad so guys. So what does the report come out? That he died of natural causes. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know. And the autopsy will he say. He had uh, COVID. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Well, they got well, him. Was, you know, what's surprising is why it took that long. He was a dead man walking when he stepped off the airplane in uh, Russia. They didn't right. want to make it too obvious. Uh, yeah, let's uh, take a break. Another Russian, uh, by the way, or at least a uh, Ukrainian. Yeah, not far away. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that when we come back. You're listening to Bill Handel, on demand from KFI AM 640. It is a uh, Friday, February 16th. Uh, we continue with more Handel on the news. Amy King and Neil and me. Alexander Smirnov, if you remember, is the former FBI agent uh, or informant, rather. Well, he's been charged by uh, special counsel David Weiss for lying about the President Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden's business involvements and dealings there in Ukraine energy in that Ukraine energy company. This has been like the pivotal argument for Republicans saying that uh, you know, there should be an impeachment trial for President Joe Biden because of this. And now they're finding out that uh, it's believed it was a fabrication and an, an amalgamation of otherwise unremarkable yeah. business meetings. So says they. I'm going to be I'm doing a lot more at 750, but I want to point out uh, this is going to be deja vu all over again. Uh, because uh, this is the same crowd that said the election uh, was rigged and came up with no evidence. And here uh, the Republicans are saying, look at the evidence. This guy said that he is an informant. He is uh, a trusted informant by the FBI. Turns out he lied all over the place and he's been arrested. Uh, and now the Republicans saying it doesn't matter. We have enough evidence uh, without him. Uh, the problem is when asked, what is it? They can't produce any. They're, they well, don't have any evidence. They didn't even bring this guy's name up. They just said that no, they have an FBI No, he was an informant, informant, right. He was yeah. a confidential informant. And uh, Grassley, 
who is uh, one of uh, the senators who insists uh, that Biden should be impeached for this, said five million dollars went to Joe Biden. Where's the check? Uh, uh, We're going to find it. We know it's there. Uh, How about proving it? Uh, We have enough evidence, uh, even without the informant being uh, uh, investigated and indicted, arrested and indicted for lying to the FBI. I'm going to go more into that because uh, we're going to see this all over again, except the other side of it. Now, we'll get into this. 750. The tagged tower apparently looks like Chernobyl. At least that's what uh, LAPD Sergeant Gordon Helper said after he and other city officials toured the graffitied up tower in downtown L.A. It's the ocean-wide plaza development. So they went on a tour of it. They want to see it firsthand and decide how they're going to clean it up and secure it and all that stuff. And they said on the inside, it's it's not just the graffiti on the outside. It's the inside, the rooms, the stairwells. Everything's just kind of destroyed. And uh, as I mentioned, he helper said it reminded him of Chernobyl. Yeah, it's great. Failed, by the way. It's a failed development. So it's empty. Uh, and even though I think there are fences around it, uh, it's been totally destroyed. Graffiti artists, vandalism. This is why I keep on pushing over and over again that vandalism and graffiti, if convicted, you should get the death penalty for this. That oh, will probably stop. So that's so reasonable. Thank well, you. Yeah. So, you know, something you pointed out, I think, yesterday about this or maybe even last week about these towers is the construction stopped uh, in 2019, and you're yeah, it saying went broke. It, not only did they go broke, but some of one of the reasons nobody wants this place is because it's not up to code now for mod for our standards. Even though it stopped in 2019, yeah, it started crazy. much earlier. So this, what are you going to do? Blow it up? Uh, Ooh, well, they could do the implosion. Those, are yeah, fun. they could. I, I, we don't know what's going. What's uh, going to happen? What does it take to build it up for to code? You sell it for pennies on the dollar. By the way, just a, a quick little historical note uh, that uh, I don't know if you ever were in New York in the seventies, where every single subway uh, car was graffitied and they all looked like circus trains, and uh, it was Rudy Giuliani when he was mayor who uh, shut down the graffiti art, uh, the graffiti quote artists uh, by uh, really prosecuting them, asking for more penalties, uh, more serious penalties. And they, he started nailing them and it disappeared. And his philosophy is you get rid of those guys and crime going up also goes down. And he was absolutely right. But that's when he was, uh, he may have been nuts then, but he was beloved. He was considered America's mayor. Uh, he, uh, and I don't know whether, uh, it was when he was, uh, yeah, I think it was when he was mayor. And so, you know, I think we ought to do the same thing instead of this, uh, BS, uh, vandals and, uh, guys who, uh, usually guys who create all of this, uh, graffiti and destroy property. It's really not a crime crime. It's our fault that we don't give them the services we should. Didn't Giuliani clean up Times Square and everything? He sure did. Prostitutes. He sure did. Yeah, it, it's weird uh, how, you know, far. Yeah, they he fall. insisted. You know, remember Times Square was all porno shops, and no, uh, I he, don't. he, yeah, and he insisted on better porn. Oh, is he that what insist- it, the quality was his concern? Yes. How many times can we see a pizza guy deliver a sausage? That's pizza? true. That's right. 
I want to see creativity. I don't. I don't know who I'm doing, but anyways, yes. you know all the stuff that we go through. Uh, speaking of traveling, going somewhere else, all the things that we go through with the TSA and the security checkpoints that we think, okay, well, I know it's a pain to take everything off, but at least it's keeping us safe. And then you hear about a woman who managed to bypass TSA security, in particular Nashville International Airport, their checkpoint there, and board a flight to Los Angeles last week, all without a boarding pass, any identification or anything like that. Yeah, and she got on an airplane without a boarding pass. Yep. So she went through every layer of security. I mean, the TSA does a good job, uh, but when you talk about uh, how many people fly through American airports, what, 50 million, 80 million a year? I don't even know the number. You're going to get something falling through the cracks. Yeah, and there was nothing suspicious. It turns out there's nothing in her bags or anything like that. It's not like she was a criminal. It's just, it's like when it gets through, you think, what, now I got to take off my shoes and my belt? And yeah, she another doesn't even story have to have ID. Yeah, another or plane ticket yesterday. Okay, uh, not terrorism, not a planned match mass shooting. That's what officials in Kansas City are saying about the mass shooting that happened after the Kansas City Chiefs victory parade uh, near Union Station, where one person was killed, almost two dozen others are hurt. Uh, they've got two people detained, but no charges yet. And officials are saying it appears it was a dispute between several people that erupted into gunfire. And they, the people detained are juveniles. Yeah, great. And which means, uh, of course, well, I don't know what, what happens in Missouri, but uh, certainly in California, uh, juveniles, no matter how many people they kill, uh, get out at 26 by law. That's it. So uh, that's very special. Now, there were almost a million people there, and I'm going to take uh, the story another way, and that is there was only one shooting. How many people you think in a group of a million people are armed? Excellent question. How would you ever calculate? Oh, you couldn't, but I just uh, just uh, extrapolate. That's all. I mean, how many people do you think are armed? So the fact is there was only one shooting in which this poor woman died and uh, a bunch of kids were hit. Uh, most are expected to survive. There are a few adults that are in uh, critical condition, uh, some life-threatening. Uh, but, hey, great news. So instead of being negative about it, that only one person died, we should be positive about it and say, hey, there would have been five of these. Well, didn't you just say moments ago that there's so many millions that go through the TSA that this only happens every now and again? And that's a good thing? Yeah. Yeah, and that and you argue. But I that's will tell I'm, you, that's what I'm arguing. Uh, you know, it's it is. We are so armed as a society uh, that oh, when a shooting takes place and only three people die, uh, we have to regard that as good news. I will tell you, this is a better argument to me than a psychopath, as far as guns go, than a psychopath who shoots up at a school, because I think a psychopath will find a way to you know, use manure to make a bomb. But in this case, these were armed people who got in an argument and used it. And that's a bigger concern. Yeah, Because that's like an everyday thing. Yeah, Uh, let's take a break. Uh, We're coming back. Uh, We've got more Handle on the news. You're listening to Bill Handel on demand from KFI AM 640. It is a Foodie Friday, February 16th. Uh, Tomorrow, uh, Neil on the Fork Report, 2 to 5 o'clock, is broadcasting from Morongo Casino. I am joining him 
not only because uh, I add uh, such uh, flavor and entertainment to any broadcast. Oh, yeah. And so I finally broke down and said, yeah, I'll go with you, Neil. It has nothing to do with three hours of free food for me uh, by some of the uh, greatest chefs out there. So, oh, yeah. uh, uh, Neil, it's a mercy stoop for you. I just want to let you know. No, it's free food. I know. Uh, yeah. I know where I land, and that's okay. But I'm okay. looking forward to it, and four listeners will be bringing uh, their uh, plus one, and we will be consuming great food from the marketplace. Uh, yeah, and I'll be eating all their food. Okay. Fabio uh, Viviani. Okay, let's uh, move on. Okay, defendants' motions to dismiss have been denied. So says the judge in the Donald Trump Manhattan State Court hush money criminal case. Of course, this involves adult film film star Stormy Daniels and the Playboy model Karen McDougal. That uh, this all will proceed on March 25th. Yeah, depending on whether, uh, of course, uh, Trump uh, appeals to the appeals court in the state uh, the feds have nothing to do with this so so delaying this is uh, probably not going to happen uh, the the attorneys uh, for trump made an argument and that's saying uh how look at him he's pan- campaigning for president he's preparing two criminal cases defense for true criminal cases and uh he just can't do it and especially the campaigning and the judge said yeah but that's not a legal reason for delaying a trial because you're campaigning for president. And you know, uh, the author of the story even said that Trump looked tired. Yeah. Now, the, I'll tell you a much better argument. Two trials going simultaneously, defending two trials. That's an argument uh, that uh, he can make saying, hey, listen, uh, you can't make me do two trials at the same time. And I will tell you uh, whenever and I've been in court a few times. Uh, always as a defendant, I might add, uh, that uh, the judge uh, has given continuances when there isn't enough time to prepare or or there is a conflict. You bet. So we're down in the Far East and up in the other East. (laughs) Japan's economy has contracted unexpectedly and at pushed to the country into recession and losing its position as the world's third largest economy. So Japan's down, that bumps up Germany, now the third largest economy. Well, Germany is extraordinarily strong, certainly the biggest and strongest economy in Europe and is one of the great, great economies of the world. And Japan has been sinking ever so slowly for 30 years. Imagine working for the L.A. Grand Hotel. You are a housekeeper or you are a professional in the hospitality industry. And all of a sudden, this hotel ends up being used at the behest of Mayor Karen Bass uh, as part of her Inside Safe program. So homeless people are starting to live there. And... They don't go by the same rules. They're, many of them are mentally ill. And the workers there, are they basically uh, went on strike on Wednesday. They went outside, dozens of them, to stretch the sidewalk outside of City Hall. And they demanded increase in staffing, better wages, and insecurity. Because many of them are saying, you know, this is not like going in and cleaning the cleaning service you do for someone who is staying there. 
They said the rooms are filthy. The people are, aren't mentally stable. They won't leave the room to have it cleaned. So they get in arguments and sometimes even, you know, major altercations. And they say we feel, you know, danger. When yeah, and that makes there. sense. Oh, by the way, the L.A. Grand Hotel is not a flop house. No. Okay, I just want to point that out. I mean, it's uh, they have some, you know, it's it's a regular, matter of fact, uh, is it considered a high-end hotel? No, I, I don't know, but it's definitely not a flop house. And you know how you can uh, choose your room? Can you imagine paying for uh, one of the best rooms and then right next door to you is a homeless person living there? That's pleasant. Uh, and I've been to the uh, Grand Hotel and I will tell you, I have yet to hear someone say, please make sure that I'm next to a homeless person. Uh, they yeah. tend not to do that. I like the activity and the aroma. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, hey, uh, certainly homeless people uh, have more rights than people who come in and pay for rooms and are doing business, God forbid. We got uh, Feisty Fonny. Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Wilson in Georgia took the witness stand yesterday to push back against what she described as lies about her romantic relationship with a special prosecutor. This is all tied to the election interference case that she is conducting and whether she can still conduct it because of the allegations that she had this relationship with this guy and benefited from it. Uh, she is expected back on the stand again today to answer more questions she wasn't going to testify, but then after a what she calls a former friend of hers testified that the relationship started earlier than Fannie Willis had said it did, she showed up in the courtroom and took the stand. Yeah, now uh, the attack here is from uh, uh, tr the Trump side uh, who are asking uh, two things. One, uh, that she be, that's the DA's office, uh, be tossed out of it. And two, the case should be dismissed because of that. And uh, while it's possible that the judge is going to order the DA is gone uh, because of the conflict. By the way, I don't know the conflict vis-a-vis -vis Trump. I mean, there may, may be a conflict within the department. Uh, there may be a policy conflict because here's the DA uh, appointing special counsel of which, by the way, special counsel got hundreds of thousands of dollars as special counsel, his law firm. And that may be a real problem, but what does that have to do with the case against Donald Trump? And I think this is where the judge is going to go, you know what? Okay, but the defendant isn't harmed in any way. And so I think uh, and uh, this, I think it's going to go nowhere. We'll see. Uh, let's take a break, and then we'll, we come back. We'll finish up uh, Handle on the News on this Foodie Friday, February 16th. You're listening to Bill Handel on demand from KFI AM 640. Let's go ahead and finish it up. Handle on the News uh, with Amy King and Neil and me. You know, this is something we've heard back and forth, people arguing for and against, but Mad Madagascar's parliament has now passed a law allowing for the chemical and surgical castration of people found guilt, guilty of raping minors. Yeah, that's no small deal. Uh, a judge is going to make that order, uh, and then, but he's going to be allowed to make that order, ordering castration. Uh, and the argument is that if uh, someone is castrated, there won't be molestation of kids. Uh, I don't know if that's true, because you don't necessarily have to have sexual uh, 
intercourse, uh, I guess, with kids or rape kids, because it's not a question of sex, question of power. That's where these sickos come from. And that's that's number one. Uh, But it uh, I'm sure it's going to help. And then uh, the two differences, Uh, physical castration is um, when you go to the vet uh, and uh, you take off the gonads. Uh, Chemical castration is uh, a chemical given uh, that a drug given that reduces uh, libido to the point where you just can't do it and you have no desire. It takes away libido. There are actually three kinds of castration. One, the surgical castration. Two, uh, the uh, drug castration. And three is forcing people to get married. All of them, which is reduces uh, libido to the point where it doesn't happen. You know, I thought that's where your train of thought was going, and then I thought, well, maybe he has a legitimate third that I'm unaware of, and again, you don't surprise me. Oh, well, there you are. It really is strange there in Madagascar, by the way, because January alone had 133 cases yeah, of that's, rape of that's a minor. No sm- that, yeah, that's and no small a deal. a total of 600 reported last year, so they yeah. have... An issue, but like you said, this is one of the arguments I've said about guns. It's like, well, you remove the gun, but if someone still wants to harm someone, then they move to bombs or something uh, yeah, else. Yeah, that's much more difficult. It's much more difficult. Not. As you know, it's... Here's uh, my take. Oh, if you hey see, there. Hi, guys. If hi, you steal Anne. something and they cut your hand off, yep. you can still steal but it's going to suck. You don't have a hand. Uh, well, it, yeah. Saudi Arabia... So, honestly, they can still do whatever yeah. they're going to do. But it's going to suck to not have your penis. Now, yeah, well, they do that. Saudi Arabia does that. If you are caught pickpocketing, for example, or stealing, they cut your hand off. Uh, and very rarely uh, does someone do this the second time with the other hand. Uh, when they do, you're done pickpocketing. You're also done hitchhiking. It's uh, very difficult. I just now understood who might have put the little marginal commentary on my paper that says yay Yay. (laughs) isn't that funny i had a commentary on mine earlier today too i'm sorry guys well i say if it works it works loose here all right yeah i agree i'm all for it well it looks like you can get your insurance from Allstate again in california but it's going to cost you so the company had paused issuing new policies they've started issuing new car insurance policies again but also jacked up their rates 30 percent yeah. For, now and that's this, for all new and renewed policies. Yeah, a couple of words about this. Uh, insurance in California has to go in front of the uh, the insurance commissioner. It has to be. You have to get the insurance companies have to be given permission to raise rates. And asking for thirty five percent hike is so astronomical. Uh, it's almost beyond credulity. Getting a thirty cent a thirty percent hike is also uh, whoa. Uh, I've never seen that before, but the insurance companies are saying we are losing so much money. Well, for example, homeowners policy, three of the majors were kicked out of California and I had a farmer's policy gone. I couldn't renew it. It's uh, that crazy. And that was what the threat of a lot of these uh, auto policy companies were doing. So be prepared, be prepared for a big hit. Uh, you might have heard earlier today on Wake Up Call, Amy King, or in the newscast, Amy King talking about uh, Wayfarer's Chapel. It's very famous. They call it the Glass Church. It's in Rancho Palos Verdes. And it is a landmark, a historic landmark. But 
the land is shifting and sliding around and near the property. I mean, which is gorgeous, by the way. So they said effective immediately, we are devastated to announce the full closure, you know, indefinitely. There's there's nothing they can do. It's just not safe at this point. But you're talking about, uh, you know, so many people going through there. Obviously, the chapel was a landmark because it was designed by Lloyd Wright. And uh, the son son of Frank Lloyd Wright. Wright. Also a a very renowned architect in his own right. Especially here in Los Angeles, we have a, 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 a handful of really great Frank Lloyd Wright buildings. But very sad because it's really beautiful, been used in film, television. Thousands of people have been married there, including the famous. Um, what a bummer. Yeah. I wonder if they could move it. Uh, no, I don't think so. It, that's going to be really tough to do. In, uh, well, maybe they can. I don't know because they move houses. Uh, now, did you notice that I said uh, that he is a famed architect in his own right? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. I, okay. I did miss that. Hold I on. missed okay. it too. All right. Okay. I think Bill yeah, well realized structured. that we missed it, Neil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Damn right. Well, right. Well yeah, I'm going to bring joke. that up. Yeah. Well, all this rain has apparently made a difference at Lake Mead, which has people rejoicing. So uh, the lake is at its highest level since May 4th, 2021. It's uh, 1,075 feet deep. That's the threshold for a water shortage. Yeah. Keep in mind, everybody is thrilled, but it just reached... Uh, a hair over the water shortage line. And it goes to show you uh, that we, even with these crazy-ass rains, we are still in pretty serious drought, less so than we were. It's going to take years of these kinds of rains to actually get out of drought, and uh, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Hopefully it will. Who knows? A Noah boat before they say, okay, we're getting close, getting close. Okay, let's do one last one. Okay, so yeah, last fall, you remember big contention going on between United Auto Workers, uh, Strike, and Ford. They normally had a pretty good relationship, but in this case, they shut down that Ford factory, and it hasn't been the same since. And now you've got uh, the Ford CEO coming out and, I don't know, call it saber-rattling or whatever you want. They're rethinking where it builds its vehicles. Yeah, So. You know, here's the problem. To rebuild a factory somewhere else is in the many billions of dollars. Uh, so they're playing chicken. And uh, by the way, companies have done that. Uh, they said, we're done with you. Uh, we're out of here. And then now what happens? So um, is it? Nah, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, I don't. It's. Uh, I, I think it's just a question of numbers. What is it going to cost over the life of uh, the factory and the amount of money they have to pay union workers more? And uh, you know, if I, I'm guessing that it's uh, just uh, math. Maybe not. Fifty-seven thousand know, union workers. Yeah, That's maybe, a lot of maybe they're drawing a line in the sand. All right, we're done, guys. Uh, coming up, Alexander or Alexei Navalny is dead. And it's a name, uh, if you don't know now, you're going to remember this entire story. And we'll do that when we come back. Uh, This is KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You've been listening to The Bill Handel Show. Catch my show Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. And anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.